Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. All right, warriors. Welcome to another episode of Hoovering. We got quite sensible last week, so this episode is a response to that in the sense that it is maximum silly. Brilliant performance artist and writer Rachel Mars is the brains and the brawn behind YouTube sensation Pickle Watch Review, where she tries every single gherkin known to mankind. (laughs) Brilliant. Thanks for listening to Hoovering and for telling other people about this podcast. One way of doing that is to rate, review it, give it a five-star review and subscribe to it. If you're able to uh, support the podcast financially, it's on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Hoovering pod and you'll see Hoovering related goodies. I'll swap you in exchange for your hard-earned cash. Or if you like, "Mm, I'll just give them like a fiver once. You can do that too over at Acast Supporter. Links to everything I just mentioned there uh, as ever in the podcast notes. I get my wonky fruit and veg from an amazing company called Oddbox and uh, I've got a link for you to get a tenner off your first one if you wanted. If you live in or around London, sadly only. Uh, the link is in the at the Hoovering Pod on Twitter. Make sure you're following us anyway. It's in the bio of the podcast's Twitter account. Right, so here's the really exciting in news. Rachel and I recorded this episode so long ago at the start of December when where we live we were in tier two. We recorded it in person. Rachel came round and we recorded distance open aired setting uh, but we were able to eat the same things at the same time together. Do you remember that? It felt um, 
like it would almost be too torturous to put this episode out over January and February because it just those months were never ending weren't they but now that the prospect of us all eating together with our friends and close ones is feeling a bit near again relatively anyway um it feels like the perfect episode to crack open March with here we go you Rachel are the Mm. bringer of pickles oh my goodness I today I am bringer of pickles shall shall I just just we can reveal reveal. I'd love to have the pickles revealed okay so what have we got if if at any point you're listening and you hear like a loud bounce because there's a massive cat sat underneath my microphone and he might stand up at some point and just be like do you think he thinks it's because it's all so black and white he's like he's like this is my territory these are my people these microphone people he's quite good isn't he he is really good but he's also uh, absolute pig. And yeah. when the pickles are revealed, he will, we will reveal himself. He will try so, some pickles. Um, we're going to start with a lot of Mrs. Elswood items. Oh, okay. So that's a Mrs. Elswood. See, that's a sweet cucumber sandwich slice. Okay. I feel like I should probably explain just what the hell anyone doesn't already know but that you are <laughs> actor, writer, performance artist, etc. But as a sideline, or maybe. A main line. You a main line. A new main line. You have a YouTube series called Hashtag Pickle Watch. <laughs> which is, yes. Yeah. Which is basically the only thing I want to do at the moment. Okay. In sort of creative <laughs> output. Yeah. So when, obviously, the shit will hit the fan, everyone's like, go digital. And I was yeah. like, I don't know what that means. I don't want to go digital. I, I don't know There's how to do podcasts. that. <laughs> you do it. You do it well. Um, and then, and then, See, this is the main... The, there's a missing Mrs. Elswood, which is the beginning of this story. Right. Because I went today to get this particular gherkin, which is the Mrs. Elswood hot gherkin. I've watched this. Was it the, was that the, the first, first one? one. That was, was the first hot, one. It was Mrs. Elswood's um, hot dill. Yes. And yeah. it was... It's a game changer. It looked revolutionary. It so looked like... <laughs> it started off with you trying that being like, oh, okay, um... Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you can see that you're like, oh, there's a party, there's a party happening. It's more in your eyes, actually, really. Like, everything went very wide. So out. spicy. <laughs> so I was trying to get us those today. And then, and because I've got a kind of group of Jewish mates on WhatsApp, and I right. immediately took a photo. I was like, has anyone ever seen this? And they, they said, no, video yourself trying it. And here we are, you know, four, four episodes later and yeah. at least 20 views, I'd say. <laughs> I want to talk about the choice of the word pickle over the word gherkin. Yeah. Um, is that an American thing? It is an American thing. Gherkin watch. Well, gherkin, gherkin working. Gherkin, gherkin working. Gherkin working. Gherkin influencer. Someone was like, you're a gherkin influencer. And I was like, I've got it. I've got it. What is it? Gherkin now till five. <laughs> offshoot series that has to be the spin-off yeah, series the spin-off. once this is BBC2 that can that be the like, be the, like it takes two the extra slides love it gherkin 9 to 5 gherkin 9 to 5 please let AI host it yes you absolutely can <laughs> we're thinking of the name yeah. yes we can we'll put you in a massive blonde wig and oh, all will be well yes um, yes pickle yeah pickle. I don't know I like I prefer, I'm like quite strict about normally saying gherkin mm. because I'm like America you've got enough yeah you've got enough language We'd yep. like this. But I did, yeah, I don't I think I did it once because it made me laugh, Pickle Watch. 
Really it's really lovely. It sounds great. Pickle watch. Pickle watch. Pickle watch. It's sort of like it's really joyful. It makes you think of spring watch. <laughs> spring watch. And also like Pickle's a funny word. Watch. The only funnier word funnier word than pickle is a quick pickle, like a quickle. Quickle. Yeah. Good. Great word. Yeah. Really it's so many yeah, plinth. Yeah. I'm a plinth. fan of, I'm a fan of plinth. But it also makes me think of my parents in like the eighties had one of those neighbourhood watch stickers. Oh, Remember yeah. those? Yes. It was really threatening thinking about it now. It was basically like, we're looking for criminals from this house. It was, we're watching you. Yeah. It was a picture of a family all dressed as police. Yeah. Ugh, so Stasi. Police family. Really not. Well, and it was yellow, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yellow and black. And like, not yeah. what we're about at all looking Basically, back. the same people that had those where I grew up in Dorset would be the same people that would have, I guess, maybe like either a Union Jack or a Tory poster yeah, outside the... Yeah. It's a problem that I actually need to bring up with them because I think the <laughs> remnants of it are still in the corner of the window because they really? never disappear. Oh, was, was it like one of those temporary tattoos temporary, yeah. that's never come but off? It's still there in acting. No. And I do need to ask them, like, what, what, why? Like, it would have been socially bullied by a neighbour yeah, into joining in with that. Yeah, it would have been the sort of thing they were doorstepped on the, on the, on the school run into joining in. With. I see, Helen and Michael Mars, you have not put up your three <laughs> exactly, neighbourhood Exactly. These days, that passive-aggressive bullying is done in WhatsApp groups. Yes, that's where, that yeah, exactly. And now we've got the visual remnants of it. But <laughs> So it made me think about that as well, right. I think. The idea of just like, what? Pickle Watch. I We're love watching. it. I love Pickle Watch. And it's really joyful for me that I, I'm going to get to join in with a little bit of Pickle Watch. Should I get us a fork? Yeah, I reckon a fork is great. Maybe two forks. Two forks, two little plates maybe? I mean, yeah, unless oh, you want a really briny table. <laughs> so we've got, um, we've got, what did I say that was? Okay. That's a pre-sliced, which pre-sliced. is interesting. Pre-sliced, yes, I've been, because um, I tend to get less of a crunch, I've yes. learned from Pickle Watch. Then you've got these, which I've never had, <gasps> which is also Mrs. Elworth. Okay. See, Mrs. Elworth's sweet sour. Oh my gosh, oh um, my word. Then, hang on. These which are, I'm, you know, a bit wrong. Oh, oh. Um, which is the Garner's gin pickled gherkins. So that is a real British cucumber. What and I, and I loved feel... about that was on your pickle watch. How surprised you were to enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was horrified yeah. to enjoy that. Poorly I was like, hidden. I've been Horror. deeply I'm just assimilated. Doing this to take a picture of yeah, them. do it. Then <laughs> that's the, that's, this is too much. This is what happens when you invite. This is Primisher, which was quite salty. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Then, this, I mean, I think this is the queen. This right. is the new green, which is like a fresh gherkin. Right. Which is in a, all the rest of them are in glass jars, but that's in a tub. A massive, that's like a, it looks like it's for chefs, doesn't it? It's in yeah. a catering tub. And then I did this oh on the gosh. way. But we don't, we don't need to get through all of these. This, okay. is, this is like a, because mostly I think in this country, you're going to get your gherkins from like a corner shop that specializes in sort of Polish products maybe. Yes. So so I've not tried those before. That's the Dortona pickled gherkin. Dortona pickled And then gherkins. there's pudding in there, which is the wrong, the, the very wrong thing, which is the pickle pie. <gasps> You've made a pickle pie? I made a pickle pie on the weekend. For <laughs> it's a so thing, hard to say. For a thing called the Lucky Jewathon. Right. Which was 72. Well, this, I'm afraid, needs explaining. <laughs> 72 hours of like, conversation about um, we can cut this because it's very specific oh, really but it's, um, it's a figure in Poland which is a tiny old-fashioned like Jew mm. that looks like 
an old-fashioned Jew man mm. with a beard holding coins and you buy them at market right. and people take them home and... Buy the figurine at the market. Buy the figurine yeah. at market. People take them home to bring them financial luck. Uh-huh. Not at all problematic. Oh, God. So it was basically 72 hours of performance launching off from that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a guy in Canada who did... Oh, oh he's now my in Canada. God. Anyway, That's so, I'm, so fun. I'd, I'd like to leave that in. Oh, yeah, my you can. God. And the so, stuff that goes down. Is it true that those... Um, those little golden cats with like the yeah. shaking arm, is that for money luck? I think that is for money luck. Less problematic. Who Less, knows? I mean, yeah, I'm sure someone will tell us if it is, well, if it is yeah. problematic. <laughs> they will, they will it, won't they? It, it, it's almost a shame that Conrad's left actually, he could he's like, up, he could have stood up for himself there. I have had no role in my own <laughs> representation <laughs> in these figures, and therefore. Um, so yeah, that's all. Like, have a lot of gherkins. Basically. Oh my god, I'm really excited to try some gherkins. Yeah, well, do yeah. It. And we've got a cup of tea with our gherkins. Yeah, which I think is good. I was going to bring some like rennies, but I didn't. Got so some I rennies. Think, great. You might need them. Got a little basket, medicine basket down there. And I've definitely got rennies in. Which is what it's sort of um, what you need. Where yeah. do you want to start? Ooh, I mean. I'm most excited about the salty one, so maybe get the sweet guy out of the way first. Okay. Shall we? Shall I open this? Yeah. Sweet sour. Sweet sour. <laughs> shall we see if we can get a pop out of it? Yeah. Oh, lovely. But I don't lovely know. Lovely noise. Oh, see, it was never. You see, when someone's watching, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, look away. Yes. Not bad. I almost spoke over it. There you it's go. Like, um, worse than opening a jar when people watching is parking. Yeah, hideous. Um, hideous. With like a with an audience. I did okay, such a good parallel park. Did you? Out here, I was really oh, proud of myself. Oh, nice one. If yours has got a little tail on it. Mine's got a hair. <laughs> like a he- like it's like it's got a wig on. Like it's got a small. one wispy wig on. So I'm not right. So this is a Mrs. Ellsworth sweet sour. Should we Mrs. see what we think? Yes. Mmm. Mmm. I think it's been too long since I had a gherkin. I when did you last have a gherkin? I can't remember. That's bad, isn't it? No. Mm. Is it just not something you'd have in the fridge? It is something I had in the fridge, but... Oh, God, it's so nice. Mm. Um, I got. I stopped buying them. My ex hated them. And I would buy them and then be, like, under pressure on a loan to finish a jar. And they're big jars. Yeah. Uh, but I mean I can do it yeah. <laughs> but it got to the point where it's like if I can't get them and have them at a pace I want I'll stop getting them they, I used to get what them from Audi and they were ones that were so spicy and I loved them but it, it was almost it, it was definitely I was definitely dancing with pleasure pain boundaries yeah nice yeah really nice that's nice mm. that is sweet and sour mm. I mean it's, but it is and kind of fresh I mean, the sours are given was a gherkin. Yeah, this is the disturbing thing. But it's not too sweet, is it? No. They don't feel like they've had to go overboard on that. No, I think that's quite, that's good. Mrs. Elswood, you've done very well. Piece of, piece of cheddar and that. Oh, good idea. Great. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah, yeah something, something like that. Something salty, yeah. Something like fatty mm. and salty. Yeah. Because normally you have them with like smoked salmon mm-hmm. or you have them with salt beef. Mm-hmm. Like things that are super fatty. Yeah, and salty. And salty. Yeah. Mm. And so then they sort of cut through them. Good, isn't it? Perfect. Well oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> I've loved that. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. Super I'm really happy, happy with that. that. Good. I'm gonna add that to my look, yes list. I look forward to the pickle watch on that and yeah. the rating that it gets. I could, yeah, I mean I think that's high. Yeah. That's an eight, I think. Also, like the ratings I've already been attacked for the rating. Have you? Yeah. For being course. too kind. For being too kind, especially to the British gherkin. 
Right, I was attacked. I understand what's okay. Yeah, I, I was attacked for attacked for uh, basically applauding cultural appropriation. Oh, I see what's happened there. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, it's tricky, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I was like, look, yeah. I just like it. Doesn't matter that it's Brit- just a British version of something, but that didn't go well. Not it's, with it. Um, so, what culture do mm. pickles originate from? So I. Or is it several? It's loads. Right. It's like actually, I was reading about it. And I think they had them Love in it India. You accidentally, through something to do over lockdown, have to become a pickle historian. I, but, but I think food history is fascinating. I think it's fascinating. And my aunt actually does that as a job. So I should really, really ask her. Yeah. She's a food historian. She's a food historian. <gasps> like Victorian food. So Wicked. often you go to her house and she's like made something so bizarre that's like from a Victorian cookbook. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's brilliant eating at her house. Wow. Does she use... Um, Oh, I don't know how to describe it, but like, there's lots of there's spices and herbs that grow in English parks and forests and mushrooms and stuff like that that we just don't, we use, don't use anymore. Like, just went out of fashion. But in Victorian times, were apparently were big, big into I it, should... like hawthorn and mace. Yeah, and exactly. Like that. And um, oh god, like an absolute twat. I did a like a foraging walk in. Did you uh, in a in a London park and it was I can't remember anything from it because I was like secretly really early pregnant and really knackered and not really listening and terrified that I was going to eat something that was going to be like but um, all I remember from it is dandelion roots and after Mm. that I spent a couple of years like really annoyed actually at how hard it is to pluck out a whole dandelion root I've never tried and then you got dry it and roast it but then you can grind it up and it tastes amazing with coffee oh nice yeah but just quite just cardamom yeah and you can just buy it yeah (laughs) Can't just buy yeah. it. So yeah, that yeah. stuff. Um, oh, oh, where they came from? Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I just feel you like I feel like a pickle historian. I have had and then I asked you what culture yeah. from. Um, sort of. So a lot of these guys will be Polishy, Ukrainiany, Russiany. Yeah. That area. I think this is where I'm like keep talking and maybe you'll know the answer. Um. It's like a winter thing. Pickle right. them in the summer. Right. And put them in a massive vat. Yeah. Then you got your veg. You got your veg sorted Great. for winter when there's nothing. Yeah. And then all those people went to New York. Really? And so all the like, Ukrainian folk who went to New York or Russians were like, Great, Lower East Side, loads of pickles. We'll do the same thing. Glorious. I know. It's quite nice. But then you've also got like... It's hip again, I think. The yeah. whole quickle thing is like... Oh, quickling is really hip. Super hip. I know a guy who used to be a chef on Dabbles of It Still who... Um, he uh, he did a hoovering, uh, uh, and he had pickled so many different things, not just gherkins. No, all sorts of things. Celery, Ooh. which I was like, mm. I don't know. Was it? Was it? Because I think it was all pink peppercorns. It was Ooh. so spicy. Basically, everything tasted really spicy. So I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh god, yeah. What else? Can't remember what else. Mm. That happened to look up the old episode. Yeah. And my son is accidentally sexist quite often and um, one of his he's five and one of his um, the most sexist things he's ever said to me was off the back of her eating some gherkins oh yeah um, uh, it wasn't that long ago and he said mum he's had for context he's got a couple of books about the body that he's really into so he's just really into learning about the different functions inside and out of the body yeah um, and He's been a bit obsessed through lockdown with reproductive stuff anyway. He said, um, <laughs> I he's mean, start early because yeah. oh, it's going to be obsessed for the rest of your oh, life. Oh, god, I mean, so many things he's come up, but he said, um, these, um, are the sour things we're eating good for you? 
And I said, yeah, I think they are. I think actually fermented food is good for your gut, I think. And he went, well, I hope while you're eating, you're thinking about whether or not it's good for your womb. Whoa! Yeah, that's big, isn't it? That's really big. Really sexist, really accidentally sexist. He's... He's definitely <laughs> bragging that he knows, he knows I've got a yeah, womb. Yeah, I've got a womb and he knows the word. Yeah. And he can use it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine Terrible. if every time you ate something you were like, I wonder if this is good for my womb. Yeah. That's really the condition. Bad. This yeah. hobnob. Uh, <laughs> shall I have got tea? Um, how do I feel in my womb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have I got a hungry womb today? Makes me feel slightly <laughs> sick. Great. Uh, yeah. Oh dear. Maybe we should... Um, move on to another pickle let's yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's go do a fresh new oh, green I'm really excited about so this so these are that's the most recent one and these are whole cucumbers rather than a small gherkin so they're okay. fat oh my god they're massive they're massive oh I'm so excited someone was like sniff it mate yeah do it oh it does smell different as yeah. well doesn't it it's fresher oh it smells of the summer yeah yeah that's really true actually there's something <laughs> it really smells of like Wimbledon there's something oh, hopeful about them too. I mean just dig in there's something hopeful about them I think yes, and maybe when you say they taste of summer maybe that's what it is memories of yeah. being outdoors <laughs> um, go for it okay. it's wibblier isn't it yeah it is wibblier because it's, it's a big wibblier. whole cucumber this yeah. guy mmm Mm. that's even better I think so that's levelled up there's just more thing to have soaked up all the lush flavour yeah it's, and it's got like mustard seeds going on mm. it. or garlic I think that's the thing the other one doesn't have yeah this one's garlicky oh this mm. feels like the first one was like okay I've had a really nice time in Burger King mm. and now I feel like someone's taking me to Five Guys yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it's really true that's mm. like it's got a kind of swag about it mm. I think it knows yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. It's a very ugly, ugly tub, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's not doing design. It's not about the tub. It's not. Never judge a pickle by its tub. It's tub, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, um, yes, about that. I'm, I'm into those. Okay, great. I'm glad that you are. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. I'm going to ask you a totally random and unrelated pickle Yeah, please thing. do. Um, but in your acting that you've done and theatre stuff, have you ever done any eating as part of that that's been memorable? Oh God, yeah. Because like, when I started, I was doing sort of more live arty type things, yeah. and a lot of live art, especially when you're starting out, involves eating things. Because I think yeah. you get like super interested in the body, right? And like doing real things. Because you're like, it's not theatre, it's real. What's a real thing I can do? Like eat something. Yeah. So I did this. <laughs> God, I've forgotten all about it. <laughs> Actually, two things. I did a thing where I was trying to do. It was all about like he- history and heritage and family trees. And I was like, mm. how could I eat my family tree? What can you eat that's like a tree? Twigs, twiglets. And so then I did a the scene. I had to repeat it so many times where <gasps> I full absolutely fill my mouth with twiglets and then slowly eat them. And you can't, I mean, it That's absolutely out. shreds the roof of your mouth. Of course, because the, the marmite. The marmite. And so you can't do a run. This is why I think yeah. live art doesn't do like full runs, because it's too full on for your body. So I just used to like, yeah, shred it, absolutely shred the roof of my mouth and dry it out so I couldn't say anything. You just, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, the finale of the show. So the massive twig eating. And then I did a thing where... Which was, did it? Oh my god, I just remember this other thing with. I worked with a woman called Nat Tarab, 
who's like this brilliant so I'm like five three little and she's six foot sort of scandy gorgeous looking thing and we did this show called Tomboy Blues which was all about sort of gender mm. and we had this scene where she was dressed I mean pretty much only in tights and heels which is hilarious because now we heels and I was strapped to a chair <laughs> I mean it was her I don't know what we were doing. This ran for bloody age as well. Yeah. Every night she force fed me a can of tu- tuna. Oh! Yeah. And it was... It it's was never anything nice. No! It's, it's something that you want a lot of. Just I, dry, dry, dry tuna. Dry tuna. Which did you go for? In spring water, sunflower oil or brine? I probably went for brine because I'm a sicko. <laughs> and so... And she's vegan. Oh, and God. So was just like, for her too. It was not good. I think that was a, you know, terrible... Well, not particularly extensive metaphor about lady bits, you know, right. going on. That's what that's yeah. about. Um, but it was, it was, I mean, I was full of protein. Tell you that. Yeah. That Lovely. was good. But I think there's probably all sorts of like terrible. Did night. it put you off tuna for a bit? Yeah. I haven't had mm. it for a while. Really? For a while. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like every day. No, and then oh one God. day, I think we'd had a very slight argument. We never used to argue. And she jam the spoon <gasps> into my mouth and cut me on stage. You know when you're on stage you don't feel when you've yeah, been yeah, injured. And really I came off and I was like blooded. And um, oh. so I still yeah, I remember that. But yeah, nothing nice. Not like no, trauma, trauma racing on stage. Yeah. yeah. But even then generally when done as part of some acting it's got to be done to such an excess that it's really Yeah, that it's a disaster. Have you ever done any eating competitions? I've always wanted to do even like with a sibling or anything. No, because oh, no, I lose. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not having that. I'm not having that. I'm highly competitive, but only at things I can win. The worst kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would not. I've got a brother, and he can really eat. Right, like he can really, eat. and my dad Damn. can really eat. Damn. So I don't think I've ever. I've ever got. I'm kind of. Wa- I've always watched the Coney Island hot dog eating competition. Never seen it. I've, I've had my eyes opened by who, by brilliant, you know, lovely Hoovering guests who occasionally are very into it. I I don't know if it's for me to it watch, makes- but there's a a new Netflix series called the Champions, something Champions, and it's not just about. There's, they're all different. The first one's about um, cheese rolling and people that oh, get yeah. really into that. So it's about weird competitions around the world. And yeah. the second episode is um, hot chilli. <gasps> and I haven't been like, oh God, okay. I think I basically I had a brilliant comedian called Chloe Petz on this podcast and I was a bit of an arsehole. Like I was like, I just don't think it's good. I don't think these people have got ordered eating. I'm worried about people that want to eat to excess as a sport. Like yeah. I'm not sure. Like, there's something about it. It's jarring with me. And then afterwards... And, and actually, sort of during the conversation, I sort of had to have a word of myself. I bring you a lot of baggage to this <laughs> opinion. <laughs> like, is this a reaction or a response? Actually, a lot of people might be fine. <laughs> and it might be really fun. And why can't it be a sport? You probably are only doing as extreme things to your body as a jockey is to stay light or whatever. Yeah, like this, I mean, you know. Anyway, it was interesting. It was interesting. There was, I shocked myself by that. By the vehemence of it. So when I saw this episode, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to love this or be up for this, but I'll give it a whirl. And then I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Just watching people retching and their noses (laughs) running and like them going all purple. I think once I got over the fact that I 
I will, well, to realise, it's a net like it's a light bit of Netflix yeah. series. I'm not going to watch them or die. No, but it it's does okay it, to watch. I it. don't know. It, it does feel like, like self harm a little bit. Oh, it's definitely self harm. Once they get to a certain point with the chilies, um, once they get to their stomach, basically, because they sit there and they eat hotter after hotter mm. chili, like it gets harder, and it's basically survival of the uh, whatever, whatever that is, yeah, yeah. leatheriest. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you can tell that the bloke that won it was like had whatever one of those or like disorders or whatever where you don't feel pain in right. a normal way like he well, wasn't even really sweating and everybody else was but anyway when the when chilies that hot get to your stomach it contracts and convulses like it spasms <gasps> and it's agony oh. and, then, and your whole face and all your you know mouth pipes and mouth are utterly eyes everything head numb it, that sounds like classic Victorian torture. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And it's definitely tipped over the pleasure pain boundary into deep sort of pain. Deep pain, yeah. But, but maybe back again. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then maybe back again. Yeah. <laughs> like back oh. into deep. But it was fascinating. I mean, I'm basically just utterly spoiling this episode. But it was fascinating watching the reasons why people said they were there and doing it. I would assume it was just 90% toxic masculinity, but it yeah. wasn't. There was... You know, there was a trans person there, there was a a recovered addict, there were people with all these, like, histories with this, you know, with with shit to deal with. And then we're going to deal with it by... Yeah, by feel like, kind of an found and acceptable form of, uh, yeah, self Public, like, flagellation. Yeah. But with but with like applause, yeah, totally. Because like, yeah. when else do you get the applause? And everyone, yeah, totally. But the worst thing, and this is awful, is that it got to the end, and these people have like taken themselves to the edge of consciousness. Whoa! Um, and then when the winner was announced, I think the wit they were like, "Oh, well done! Your prize is one thousand dollars." I was like, "What? what? Fuck? And that's the biggest competition in the world of it of, of chilies, and they and that's dollars. So what's that like five hundred quid? Yeah, like. Fuck off. That's your health bill. Like, I'm very privileged to think that 500 quid is not that much money for doing that, but fuck off. Yeah. And that makes me go, oh, that's, I'm not sure I like that. There's going to be people who are doing that for the money. For though. the money. And, and like, yeah, the health bills in America yeah. for what you've done yeah, to your yeah, gut. Yeah, It's going to be oh like, it's going to be a grand. They've done, they've negative equity there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, this should pay for the cow, God. Like, you know. Oh, that's, God. I mean, I will watch it. Clearly, yeah. I will watch it. <laughs> I've only asked as far into the episodes as I've got. I, I will definitely watch it. Okay. Yeah. Please maybe try another Yeah. Do you want to pick? Okay. Can I try Heimish? Yeah. Do it. Heimish cucumbers. Oh, that's, See? that's a Mrs. So Mrs. Elswood, I thought she was a real lady. Oh, no. Is she not? No. She looks real. She, she looks does look real. She's got a lovely face. Who does she look like? So she looks like um, Ruby Wax. Ruby Wax or... Uh, um, Helen Rollison from Newsround. Oh, if you're yes, an 80s she kid. Does. Yeah, a bit like that. But yeah. she's 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 not well she might be, the woman the picky might be, but yeah. Elswood is a is a portmanteau ah. of Elstree and Boreham Wood. Oh, two right. like fairly Jewishy neighbourhoods like okay. north of London. So I was a bit gutted when I found that out. Ah. But you know, Okay, I'm going. So in. you're going for Heimischer. I'm not going to say anything about these before you eat okay. that one. <laughs> it's getting funnier and funnier to me. Just the like small kind of cylinder, green <laughs> cylinder coming out of a jar. All right. Mmm. Mmm. I love that. Do you? 
fascinating. My new favourite. Everyone I'm having is my new favourite. Tell me why you like it. I'm an absolute motherfucker for salty things. Oh, okay. That was brand I'm like a little bit Austrian. <laughs> and that whole side of my family are perverts for salt. Like, oh, right. My aunt would just cut a snack of tomato in half and load it up with like a visible yes. mound of table salt. And that's... I really feel like it's it's, it's in like, my DNA. Like I've tried to shift it. I've tried. I consciously put less salt than I want in everything so that other people can enjoy don't it. So <laughs> not just like mm. and you know, with my son, mm. not really allowed. No, but it's so okay. good. It's really salty. I love it. Yeah, it's like a hundred percent salt, mm. basically. It that that is for me. That's like tipping into. It's not quite tipping into self harm, right. but you could keep going on that salt. Like trajectory. Do you want to something gross? But I think one of the reasons why I'm particularly loving this now. Like, I just had shit sleep for the last week, and I've got an ulcer, like a little row of ulcers, <gasps> and it feels incredible. Is it? Was like, it? It's curing it. It's what you do, isn't it? Yeah, it's you to do. Gargle salt. Yeah, we're so I've been like, I've got this like leftover bottle of saline, like sterilized saline water that I bought years ago. My son was a baby because you got a little tube and you can squirt up their nose to oh, unblock to a baby's of, nose. So you're not like. Putting and babies so, at them. Yeah, so that was five years ago, but I just use it now to just fire at ulcers if I get them. That's and this is just like well, I suppose the it's... mothership of ulcer cures, isn't it? But you get a gherkin at the same time. Yeah. Because you don't get that with this, the just the spray. If the ulcer was in a more convenient place, I could just rub it straight on. Yeah, just whack a piece of gherkin. It sounds like a, an oldie cure. Yeah, Roman times <laughs> cure. For ulcers. <laughs> Tiny bit of gherkin <laughs> up into the cheek. Yeah, really salty. Because mm. some of them are in um, brine oh. and some of them are in vinegar. So what that's Heimish It mean it's Yiddish and it means like homey. Okay. Yeah. These, so are, like, homey these are homey cucumbers. Homely. Yeah. Or like my homey. Um, I mistakenly said homely, and yet again, I was oh, pulled oh, up oh, on oh, oh. <laughs> in the comments mm-hmm. that it's homey. Like, but I don't. I really. Um, I think I don't actually understand the difference between homely and homey. Yeah. Homey. Yeah, I don't know. Of the home. Of the home. Of the home. These are pickles to have at home. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. not. They're not for outdoors. When I when don't I, take that on a picnic. You can't. <laughs> exactly. What have you done? Broken the home rules. When I read, I was reading about it recently, and it made me laugh because someone had written like gherkin, food type, hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> so strict about like, that is an hors d'oeuvre. That's yeah. not for eating at any other time. I mean, I, I could eat that. them. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave, leave that with that's you. That's the other thing I thought I'd check because obviously on Pickle Watch, we see you try a pickle. Yeah. But like, we're already three pickles in. Is that okay with you? Yeah, okay, I'm going to just keep going. going. Okay, great. Um, if you're up for keeping um, going. Now that I've talked about, oh, <laughs> I think it would be quite funny to go from ulcers into romantic eating. Oh. But like, have you ever done any really romantic eating things? I, I was, for some reason on the way, oh, because we, I knew we were going to talk about eating. And then I remember the last time we met, and we chatted. It was about your sex or shit. So it was about yes, sex writing. Amazing show. And then I was thinking about sex and sex and food, which is not the same as like romantic. Well, eating. no, it's not the same. But also another question I sometimes ask people is: Have you ever used uh, food for anything other than eating? Well, so, well, mind yeah. you, it does come into it. It, it comes into it. it. Yeah. Romantic eating. It's kind I mean, of romantic. Is if anything a better conversation than one about romantic use of food. But it's yeah, I mean it's there's food. sharing a bit of spaghetti. Yeah and then there's And then there's shoving it where the sun is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very <laughs> 
painful if you haven't cooked it and tricky if you have. Oh no, yeah, you no. don't want uncooked no, spaghetti pot anyway. Snatched. No, no one wants that. Way. No <laughs> Someone's no, no. done it. It's too thin to yeah, gain anything from it. That's almost impossible. You'd have to use the entire. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you'd need to you, get you, the packet, yeah. the whole packet. Yeah, and that's got that really sharp. It's hard. It's too. Yeah, the plastic's too scratchy, and even were you to unsheath it, yeah, the actual ends of uncooked. No, that's. Stabby. No, it's spikes. Yeah. It's a series of spikes bunched together. I wouldn't together. recommend it. No. No. Don't try don't. that. We <laughs> don't. We you we're... mustn't. <laughs> In this thought experiment, we conclude absolutely not. Just a couple of queer women eating fat snacks. <laughs> and talking about what you shouldn't put up your panic. Um, well, you know, romantic eating. I do like, I think it is like... The, the, the act of being with someone and eating something mm. for the first time, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. I think is, there's a real romance in that. Yeah, well, trying something. Trying something for the first time together. Well, I think even, yeah, try, it's so true. Even try going to a restaurant you've never been yeah. to before. Like, it's exciting. Yeah, shared experience, yeah. And, like, that moment of eating something so good. Do you have that moment where you, if you eat something so good, it makes you absolutely laugh? <laughs> have you ever had yeah. And so I think, like, having that experience with people is joyous yeah and has a there's a sort of romance to it yeah. but then i suppose i don't know i think it's more about um like a platonic love i think of yeah. feeding people yeah and that i mean that classic thing of like showing love by feeding absolutely um, which is definitely what i grew up with so but kind of and then like i mean the sex is done no i'm there wasn't an incident where someone thought it would be great to rub their hands in chili thank you very much <gasps> and then come at me and it was not Whoa. good that relationship Whoa. didn't last. Uh, but they were doing that to be sexy. Yeah, to be not sexy. To be no, it wasn't. And it, and it wasn't even like a cruel, sexy game. It wasn't even no. in that game. It wasn't, you know, because people do lots of stuff, you know, with yeah, nettles sure. or whatever. But it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> that. Yeah. And it wasn't nice. Oh, no. And also, it, and it built, you think it's all right. Yeah. And then it builds and you're like, everything is on fire. Yeah. This is the least sexy thing that's ever happened. Oh, that was God, a, no. Even once that. there'd been some moisturiser on somebody's mm. hand Mm-mm. that I had, like, a reaction to that was like, no, yes. <laughs> that's it. That is a very cheap, nice, like, aromatic aftersun yeah. that is not meant to go near an undercarriage. No, don't, don't. Oh, so, yeah, God, chilly, yeah. chilly in, that, in, that, in that area was not good. No. Um, but I haven't, like... Because you kind of... I don't know, I'm trying to think about, like, being a teenage one's like, oh, yeah... yeah. Paintable chocolate body. No, did you ever do that? Um, chocolate body paint, or like I bought it for people. Like yeah. it will have been in. It will have been in teenage secret Santas, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but and then I think I just would have eaten it. Exactly. Yeah, I would have eaten <laughs> it by the spoon anywhere near a body. <laughs> in that same that I probably wasn't really t- regularly going near getting to getting go near anybody anyway. So no, I wasn't it, either at that point. Sad, sadly sat with a spoon eating a pot of edible body <laughs> chocolate paints. <laughs> Got any plans tonight? Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. God, it is like that. No. Um, but yeah, it's romance. Yeah, I think it's the new. It's the new, like the discovery yeah. really. Yeah, that's um, a good show. I haven't had like, I haven't been in relationships where we've, you have, you know how people have like their song. I haven't had relationships where people have like their, their dish. Is that a thing? I think it probably is, but I don't know whether, I don't know. I, I almost certainly will be when it'd be like, oh, make me that thing that I love. Yeah. But I don't know whether our generation are as like that. Because no. we're a bit like addicted to variety yeah. generally, like compared to, I guess because 
well, we change jobs more often, we change partner more often. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We do like have a lot more variety in our life. We're not, but I still still meet people who are like, no, I have the same thing on Mondays and the wow. same thing on Fridays. Wow. And then I, or I have a very small repertoire yeah. of stuff that works, but even that will probably change each year. Yeah. Rather than being like, yeah, I don't know. Because my mum's very much like, oh, I'm, I'm quite an old-fashioned cook compared to your generation. And in a way she is. But the, like the idea of like lots of things on a... She's quite traditional. She's mm. good, but she's like yeah. super traditional. So the idea of like, what, you've got a bit of pick, pickled fennel on the side there. That's fancy. Right. Um, all that sort of things just wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't happen. She'd find, I mean, she likes to eat it, but she just, she just feels like she's not capable of prepping like modern food. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. Did she do, talk to me about eating growing up? Was she in charge of She was in work? charge of it. Yeah. And looking back, I think I was an absolute ungracious twat. <laughs> the woman cooked every Every meal. Really? Yeah. I mean, my dad would do like a curry on a Sunday. He loves right. eating and he's actually quite good at it. Yeah. But it was, it was kind of classic gender role stuff right, going right, on. Right. And she cooked like, and we would take the piss because she, she is a very good cook. Helen, you're a very good cook. <laughs> um, and she was renowned for like overcooking. I couldn't understand why people were so excited about roast chicken or right. lamb chops or steak because it would it would be a process of like tap really tapping it on the table when it came because it'd be so over but i actually think like yeah i mean you cooked every yeah for like years of course you don't give a shit and when you say ungracious you were just like oh here we go or were you fussy or both no i wasn't fussy at all but i just was it was like i just i don't think i appreciated the labor of it yeah and the expectation monotony potentially and and then so if i was a knob about the lamb chops being we used to call it like roast chicken like upholstery and it was was. and i was just yeah just not just not thinking of the amount of time that the poor bloody woman was in the kitchen (laughs) cooking for us and like really good food yeah on the whole apart from the meat the like really solid meat Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk about ritualistic eating. Do you think, oh, well, are you, have you ever been party to any eating rituals? Have you ever had a time where you ate the same thing every, every day? Not every day, but I think the thing that Judaism does is do eating rituals like I wonder if there is a daily one. I don't think there well, is. Yeah, of course. But educate like, do, me. Educate us. Well, just because you do, like, there is a classic thing to have on a Friday night. Right. Which might differ from family to family. Yeah. But, like, your classic Friday night dinner will normally be some kind of, like, it's a bit like a Sunday roast. Yeah. But you'll have it on the Friday. Okay. So that's, like, that feels classic. At some point over the weekend, you'll probably have, like, a bagel and smoked salmon and cream cheese. Right. And so those are, like, I suppose, like, culturally realist, ritualistic things. But then you've got your ritual ritual, yeah. which is sort of Passover, so yearly. That is a meal. It's a ritual meal. Yeah. And there are things you have to have. In a certain in order. In a certain order, yeah. Oh, like so, what? So um, you have to have uh, an half an egg <gasps> dipped in salt water. Oh, my God, I'm going to love that. I know you'd love it because it's so it. salty. Yeah. Yeah, you would love it. And that's like, they're all, they're all a hard symbolic. Egg. Hard egg in oh, salt God. water. That's I'm like a over thing. That Passover, yes, you have to have um, bitter herbs. Mm. So that can be like, a, you can go in like a parsley direction or I like to go in a hardcore horseradish direction. Yes, raw please. horseradish. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And then, and then there's a thing, um, God, what's it called? I actually don't like it. It's based on, it's meant to like represent <laughs> everything about suffering. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, meant, it's meant to represent... God, I can't remember the word. I'll have to look it up, otherwise I'll get hate mail. Um, it's, it's meant to represent the mortar right. that was used to build the pyramids in Egypt. Uh-huh. Um, and it's made of, like, nuts and um, wine and Ooh. apples Ooh. and, like, zhuzhed up. And actually, like, it shouldn't... The, all the ingredients that are nice. sounds great. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm not into it. Um, yeah. yeah, not into that. Okay. Um, there's like, What's I'm the consistency of it? Like well, a, that's like a the paste, problem. Like it's a, a paste. Mm, it's that's hard the to problem. enjoy a paste. Yeah. Lonely paste. No, it's not. Yeah. It, yeah. Claggy. Mm. It's not good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What else? Well, matzo, which is the flat bread, uh-huh. which is, you know, cracker adjacent. Uh-huh. And that's not a thing you enjoy. And Because the, the thing is, it's an eight-day festival, and if you're doing it properly, you don't have any raised uh, yeasty product. The whole thing right. is like... The Jews were being kicked, were like running from Egypt. They didn't have enough time to like raise their breads. Okay. And so you're just eating this flat bread as right. like a symbol. Cracker but, adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> and if you imagine what that does to your guts. Yeah. For eight days, mm. just eating crackers, oh. like a lot of crackers. It, t- it sends people in two directions. Right, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Especially after the hard boiled egg day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you're either just not going to see anyone. <laughs> for eight days, or you're just with people that are increasingly really grumpy. angry, really angry, constipated. Completely. And, and they'll tell you about it because the thing about like Jewish bowels is that it's just a, it's absolutely fine to discuss. <laughs> to chat about that. Yeah, completely. Perfect. So you'll hear about you'll hear about the shitting. So yeah, I think like ritual eating, it, it for me that like, it totally mm. belongs to Judaism because that's Bonus. where like. Use these cycles come back. Yeah, and, and it's not like it's. In, I think it's interesting to like the things you can't have at the same time and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're doing, see, I'm not a good. I'm quite a bad Jew in terms of observance. Right, like, I can do this gherkin 
business Jewish business really Lovely. well but um strictly yeah there's massive there's massive like you eating rules dairy and you can't have you can't uh, it comes from you're not meant to cook a kid in its mother's milk is right. the phrase so yeah no meat and milk at the same time right kosher, kosher meat which has got no blood in it yeah um and, and also and no um no seafood Oh, okay. It's a real fucker. It's a real fucker. I feel for them. All um, seafood or just shellfish? Shellfish. So yeah. fish have to have scales and fins to be kosher. Right. So none of the kind... In a way, like, and no, <sighs> no pig, obviously. It's mm-hmm. like a health thing. I mean, I mean, religious Jews will be like, no, it isn't. Yeah. But looking sense. back, you go, you were living in a desert with no refrigeration. You're yeah, not eating yeah, pig yeah. and you're not going to eat shellfish yeah. at that time because, you know... You'd be quite ill. So yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so interesting that the the sort of um, accumulation of rules in any culture, mm. let alone religion, yeah. is so fascinating. To yeah. me. And, and I think like what it does is if you're if you're if you're strictly kosher, mm. you can't mix. Yeah. Which is the point. Right. You can't go and eat with non-Jews. Right. You have you have to eat in Jewish restaurants or you have to eat a Jewish uh, like kosher home. To know that your rules are gonna be all right. Yeah. yeah. So so it keeps the community Yeah. Um you know, in a negative way, insular or in a yeah. positive way together. So it's desi- it's designed to like stop outsiders and stop you Maybe mixing with outsiders. Maybe it's the growth of veganism is the great unifier. Maybe it is. It is. Yeah, yeah it completely. Is, like, because you're really you're like, well, okay, yeah. I've met, I, think, I think I'm all right for all the rules of this. Yeah, the rabbis are furious about it. <laughs> <laughs> like we have so much people marrying non-Jews and what will happen. Yeah, that's true. Brilliant in that way. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. As if it wasn't already pious enough. <laughs> pious as in, and then not in the religious sense. I want one more. Yeah, um, do. Can Go try this one. new I've never had that toner. before. We don't know anything about this no, guy's complete mystery. Didn't... I'm going to do the embarrassment. Do it. Oh, what a noise. That's what you've been trading for. You get to feel like a god, don't you, when you're the popper opener yeah. of a gherkin. Um, oh yes. Does it? How does the fork go in? Does it have resistance? Yeah, that was a good, great question to ask. It's not. Some, I'm too impatient to have cared. It, <laughs> it did. It did. Um, it is. This is solid as a rock. Okay, nice. Pretty old solid old gherkin here. Well, there's a bit of give once it's between once it's finger off. and thumb. So this is a Polish you guy. Mmm. Mmm. Quite sweet again. Mmm. Oh, that's hit me. That's hit me like. Oh, oh that's that now, yeah. Mm. Down in like, mm. down in the um, jawline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's really herbal. Mm. I like that. At first I was like, this is going to be too sweet for me, but... It is sweet. There is, you're right. That's um, It's a mint even. That's quite it's a blue. There's something going on in there. Yeah. Um, Come on, guys. Almost tastes like chamomile. Oh, yeah. Can't be. Gherkins, water, spirit vinegar, sugar, salt, mm-hmm. spices. All right, oh, cheers, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. That. Yeah, right. Might as well have put solids and liquids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's, mm. That is stripping your moisture out of your face. Mm-hmm. And the way that I quite like. Mm-hmm. Right, that's floral. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's delicate. Yes. Yeah. Something's giving it sweet well, sugar, but it's nice. Yeah, mm. it's, quite, it's quite nice. Mm. Mm. Well done. Such a great idea. <laughs> Whoever first did that to a tiny cucumber is a genius. Is it a total genius? Because of you Although is that not a cucumber? Is it a tiny is it a baby cucumber or a gherkin? Or is it a different or beast? Or is it a different I think it's a different beast. I think it might be a different beast. Yeah. A different plant. Mm. I, I don't, don't know what it know. looks like unpickled. Just like a small 
like yeah. a weenie cucumber. I don't know. I wonder if it's like a caterpillar and it looks entirely different. <laughs> And then you put it in and you keep looking at it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that is true. Yeah. I'm going to imagine that is the it case. It starts off looking on. just like a broad bean. <laughs> Something very Something boring. boring and disappointing. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, that one's good. Um, oh, you don't have to answer this. Yeah. But have you always had a sort of good relationship with eating? Has it ever been complicated in any way? I think it got, com- like, in the classic tedious way, it got complicated at puberty. Yeah. I mean, like, so, so tedious. Because I was such a, like... I had such sort of gender stuff going on, and I still do. Yeah. That, like, I was convinced that I could choose, and I, I would choose male. And so right. then... So then the kind of body transformation around puberty and then yeah. the kind of awareness of male gaze and then being like, oh, God, okay, I need to look at my body as, a, as an object. Mm. And I thought, I mean, I was, always, I was always sort of small, but I definitely, like, got fatter in my teenage years. Right. And was aware of that being, like, an, an, you know, an issue. Right. And so then I started doing some weird eating stuff. It didn't last very long. Like, I was in an, an all-girls school. Oh, God. Yeah, it never helps. And, <laughs> and it was... Just sort of restricting-ish type stuff. Yeah, yeah. just sort of restricting stuff and being... Mm. And actually, to be honest, not being particularly good at it. Right. Because, yeah. like, you know, maybe luckily, yeah. like, it didn't get... It didn't massively get into my psyche. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, all-girls schools. I mean, nightmare for that it's kind of thing. absolute hellscape in yeah. terms of orderly eating. Orderly eating, yeah. like, forget it. And just yeah. the kind of, the, like, showing off of how little you were having yeah. and all of that. And, 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 like, there was another school that was the cutting school. <laughs> like, one school had all the eating stuff. Right. And the other stuff oh, God, had all the, the like, self-harming stuff. stuff. And you just think, like, what are we oh doing God. to our, like, young women? It was bad. Um, but I think... And then, and then recently... I've been thinking about eating for, like, I've never just thought about eating as, as calories ever. Yeah, as fuel. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It's too joyful. Yeah, far too joyful. It's, yeah, I think that's a great thing. I mean, I think you, it's, it's like, it's, I think, oh, the way you put it there has made me think, I think the difference of, I, it's, I don't, I sometimes have an element of envy for people who can just see food as fuel, just in yeah. terms of, I suppose it opens up that much other stuff, room in their heart and life of, an energy res- reserves for other things and perhaps other types of creativity or whatever but for me that's I think it's so worth the effort yeah. and energy and emotion I was going to say I don't care about those people no, and their extra energy which is kind of what I don't because also well, where are you going to put it then where yeah. else could you get more joy back from yeah. than eating I feel like it's the difference between people who've chosen to be incredibly productive but not put the heartache and effort in that it takes to have real friends mm. and the people who are like I can be more productive if I sort yes. of fly solo yeah. and get and then I'll get to do what I want whenever I want I feel like it's those different people you're That's, like okay I I know that it's an effort, but it's so worth it in the long run. I think... Oh, well, and the short run. Yeah, and every... In every and run. Every, it's so worth it. I should have just said it's so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of editing live. <laughs> editing verbally live. But it's just... Because I just think it's so... I mean, I will, like you were saying, I'll often be thinking and talking yeah. about another meal yeah. as I'm having this meal. Yes! And my friend Gemma said that that was, like, completely characteristic in her family, that they would sit down to eat and five minutes spent talking about this and then what are you going to eat next and tomorrow yeah. and it's 
I just think that, I mean, I've, I think that's totally n- norm. It's lovely, <laughs> isn't it? I just stopped myself, I think, because during lockdown, where it's just me, me and my girlfriend, and it's like, I, mean, I need to get more topics. <laughs> like, when it's just you and one person constantly, you know, I think if you were, if you had a more a broader variety of people to talk to, but when you've just come out of this patch of time where it's just two adults anyway, having the same conversations about what you're going to eat next, yeah. 24-7, I do just... I internalise it a lot at the moment, <laughs> the, moment the conversations about, yeah, well, and then wait it. until she says, what What do you think we'll have for lunch and dinner now? And I'm like, wow, <laughs> what we'll have is. Let me give you my prepared monologue. Yeah, completely, and you know, it's not a, that is, it's not a smart thing to say that this is how we're marking time at the yeah. moment. Like, of course we're marking yeah. time by eating because there's fuck all else to understand yeah. the day by, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I yeah, your I world becomes it. what you're eating and yeah. then occasionally what you're doing with yeah. your bod for exercise, if you yeah, can. Yeah, if you can be asked. Yeah. But, and also, like, I do, I mean, the exercise stuff that I do, part of it's just so that I can... See, this is this suggests some kind of fuck up because it. I was about to say it, it's so that I can eat more. Interesting. Right, very interesting. So there's a voice there going. And you it's your to... chosen type of exercise, weightlifting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But and that's a body image thing, right. which is which is about um, shape, uh, which is about. I'm making a handshake. You are. I'm not making a triangle. Yeah. So it's about trying to not being happy with my own body fitting a female. I'm doing commas in the oh, air. commas. Um, that sort of triangle with yeah. your like skinny top and top, your hip thing. Tiny little head down tiny to little head and hips. <laughs> yeah. And, like and you get on a toilet again. door. Yeah. Don't want that. I'm always yeah. trying to do that and get your swimmers from the waist from up. The waist you up. want the broad shoulders. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a small yeah. woman, so this will be an ongoing right. <laughs> challenge. Yes. Um, but so, so I suppose sometimes when I think about eating as, I rarely think about eating as fuel, but if I am, yeah. it will be like post-workout. Like Have some protein after a workout. Let's eat a fuck ton of protein. And yeah. when I was working with a brilliant personal trainer, queer woman, who we often talk about kind of gender and stuff as yeah. part of it. Oh, wow. How yeah, cool. she's great. Mm. Nikki Hobday. Let's she's give a shout good. out to Let's Nikki Hobday. I'll follow her on Instagram and I'll put yeah, it in the podcast very, notes. Very, very good. Um, and she, when I was saying, look, how could I become Tom Daly? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is the body I want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know what he's like. I'm sure, I don't know if I want to become him yeah. himself, but as a visual. Um, and she was like, it's food. It's food. Like, you're, right. you'd have to massively change... Of course, you'd have to change the way you're training, but like just the consumption that's yeah. necessary. I mean, you know, like yeah. if you're really trying to gain that kind of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know a weightlifter at the moment who's going up a category. So having to like just, what's it called? Gains, yeah. whatever. Fuel up. Yeah. Um, and eat an uncomfortable amount. I mean, I just don't think I could have no. fun to do it. And I know it would fuck my head up. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Well, because it's yet again. It's another uh, form of... Yeah, another form of, like, viewing feud as something you have to... We just have to, have to think about. Yeah. And not in a joyful way. No, exactly. And it's not intuitive. It's not like you don't get, you don't get to go, oh, I feel like something's tangy, or I feel like something... I need some... Oh, I fancy some sugar, actually, a little bit of sugar now. Like, you can't... You have to go, I'm having this at this time. Yeah. Which can fuck off. Yeah, I think it, I, don't have, I don't have... 
I don't obviously I don't want it enough yeah, to yeah, make yeah. that part it's of my life. Yeah, oh, and that's the other thing. I think sometimes I worry that I come. I, I, I well, there are times where there is just too much judgment in me, actually. But ultimately, there are people in all walks of life, from from like the obvious ones, like sports people and actors, right through to people who just choose to for whatever reason, who are like, no, I want some kind of aesthetic or some bodily ability more than I want a relaxed life when it comes to eating. Yeah. Like, all right. Whatever. Yeah. You know, not not everyone doing that is ill. No. It's just um, there's a, the yeah. whole spectrum of different ways of being, Completely. isn't it? Completely. Okay. <sighs> I've kept you for ages. Absolutely bloody ages, actually. I um, just want to... You oh. have to eat this. Okay. It's... That's how I like to be offered food. <laughs> <laughs> that is my mum. So sorry. Oh my God. So sorry. I sorry. really like it. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on, before we go. Oh, this is pickle pie. This is pickle pie. Oh my crumbs. It's not right. Okay. It's, it's a recipe from the internet, <laughs> from my mate Jonathan, who was okay. like, there is a bakery in Utah that wow. specializes in a gherkin pie. And so I made it for this thing that I was doing at the weekend. Um, okay. And I feel, well, I, yeah, I'm not gonna, what do you reckon? That's okay, do you wanna go in here like this? Do you yeah. want to cut off a proper slice? Or can no, I just try, just try it. I've, it's basically like a sweet pie. Okay, so it's going to be like a... It's, I'm it's a pudding. Expecting feelings of a pudding. Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. I knew it's all falling apart. Yeah, but that's, my, it's, that's not your there. fault. It's, I knew I'd made my kid quite posh the other day when I passed him a sandwich in the car and he went, this isn't very stable. Stable? Five years old. For a sandwich? This isn't very stable. Oh all right. Okay. Um, Joe Rayner. Mmm, <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> the cruel um. laughter is, is <laughs> not cruel. giving away. It's no, not cruel. Not, not, <laughs> you that, said you meant when you eat something so amazing that you just laugh. <laughs> this is what's cruel is making me eat something you know I'm gonna hate. <laughs> I don't know. That was I was talking about my cruel laughter. Um, it's um, it's not right, is it? Um, I mean, I don't want to. Well, things that I do. Like. <laughs> Oh God! Um, oh, um, you can say you can say apps. Is there cinnamon? Mm-hmm. Great. The great. palette. Pastry's lovely. Pastry's fine. It's really shouldn't... great pastry. Yeah. Why? Why would you? Put... That's the question, isn't it? And what's the sort of main? So it's basically a cust. It's like an. A it's custard. like eggs and cream. It's all the things that would be absolutely yeah. fine. Were it, were it not having gherkins? Yeah, in and it? then they make you put gherkins in the hot. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not. Sorry. Is, no, I feel really similar. Listen, I love I love it when sweet and savoury come together well, and that's not how that, it works. That's not how it works at all. Custard, and I don't want an. I don't <laughs> want, want that. It's in there basically. It's an egg custard <laughs> with a gherkin on the top. This is what happens. I'm going to say something terrible. Yeah. This is what happens when Mormons start messing with pickles. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. Aha! Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel brave. I feel like a big, brave girl. You are. The sun gets COVID and goes away to bed for a minimum of two weeks. So the entire universe begins to slowly die. It's absolutely dog shit. They've agreed to give the sun whatever miracle cure Trump apparently had, but only if you and Will, it does have to be you, Rachel, do 500 double unders, which are a disgusting type of skipping, where it's meant to go over your whole body twice on each jump. Um, it sounds impossible, but you do it. 
You're the hero of all people of all t- for all time. Your award is um, you go down history as a woman who has saved all of humanity from death, certain death. Yeah, um, death of our entire species for everyone, um, uh, which is great. But your award in the moment, and bearing in mind you are as hungry but also as happy as it's possible to be, so it's the opposite of the last meal, is the feast of your dreams. Oh my god! So, were anything possible? This can be absolutely f- fantastical if you wish it. And I don't give a shit about ethics, consequences, health, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to know, in the dream situation where you were as happy and hungry as possible, what would you eat and drink? And if there's a who, with, and where, a who, with, and where. And it can be no one on your own. So I think I'd have to spend a bit of time remembering the meals that I'd had mm. that made me laugh. Yes! And then, re- and then recreating them. Mm. There is a... There is a... Oh, God, it's making me salivate. There's a... <laughs> Brussels sprout dish, bear with me, in um, a restaurant in the Lower East Side called Pig and Cow, and it's got toasted rice in it, Mm. and and all of that kind of like um, fish saucy, like citrusy dressing stuff, and it's got pig cheeks in it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And so there'd be that, definitely that. Mm. Um, There'd probably be... a. Like a full, um, in my mind, this table is like several meters long. Right. And so you start amazing. there, and then you travel through it, and the next bit is just loads of really amazing sashimi. Yes. The stuff that gives you like a caffeine oh. hit, almost. <laughs> like, yes. like that. We go. We spend some time there. And that's made my mouth water. The sashimi. Mm, really good. Um, Salby sandwich from um, Rubens in Marylebone. High road with a lacquer on the side, like the potato pancakes. Oh, we're heading into potato pancake season. <gasps> Just remember, that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason not to hate life for a moment. Lovely. Um, <laughs> so we'd probably go there. Yeah. Um, steak. Nice. Just really good steak. Just a great steak. Just a fucking great steak. Great. Um, God, I've got way more table to go. Yeah. But um, yeah, lots and lots of meat. Probably. I really okay. like meat. It's a okay, problem. Great. It's a problem. It's fine. In this world, fuck it. Um, <laughs> the rest of the cows. It's a like, fancy world. Thank you, because yeah. we're not dead, so you, we, you can have one of our own. Exactly. Um, a really good bacon sandwich, because that feels quite. Mm. We didn't really have pig at home, even though we weren't like we weren't kosher, but yeah. So there's something transgressive about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I really like sweet things. Did, but you, I like, did you hear my tummy? Really? Yeah. You said bacon sandwich, right? Like, and my tummy went ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I hear yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want. Get that on the long table. Um, and then maybe just a lot of pistachio ice cream. Oh, oh yes. There's some in the freezer at the moment <laughs> from Lidl, and it comes with like um, a little bit of like some kind of pistachio syrup in it, and tiny shards of white chocolate <gasps> on the top. It's a very sweet pistachio ice cream, but I'm big into it. Oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. have that. I think that. Yeah, I think Perfect. that. And, and probably have, like, outdoors. Outdoors, nice. Yeah. Very modern. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> in with anyone I think like with Mel with my partner because she really likes food with I've got a selection of friends that just really like eating good so I think it just have to be with them yeah. with like yeah my, a crew of people that ordinarily we'd be going out to eat yes um, so yeah just some of them lovely and probably my parents where my dad eats very quickly and steals food off your plate so he'd have to be at He'd have to be at a social distance anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's allowed. He, he's only allowed to eat with like litter pickers. Yeah, completely far away. 
because, yeah, if you don't, right. it was very, we eat very fast in, in my Glory. family, so he needs to be taught to slow down at the end. I love it! Thank oh, you so much, this has been ace. Delightful. Ah, <sighs> oh, what a juicy, glorious, joyful episode. Make sure you're following Rachel. She's on Twitter, it's at Rachel of Mars. And at Pickle Watch, it is, you better subscribe. You'd be, I implore you to subscribe to Pickle Watch on YouTube and catch up with them all. They're, very, they're, they're really short and really funny. You can find them by searching Pickle Watch reviews, and especially if you put Rachel Mars as well on YouTube. But as ever, I have put a link to um, those things, to Rachel and to Pickle Watch in the podcast notes, along with links to everything else of interest that we mentioned throughout the podcast. Feel free to support the podcast with reviews, recommendations, telling other people about it if you've got spare actual cash you can help us out with that too on ACAST supporter or even on Patreon where you could help out in a more regular way in exchange for things like guest recipes and exclusive content follow the podcast all over the internet at the hoovering pod on Instagram and Twitter especially I'm on there and all at Jessica Foster got anything longer than a tweet to send me you can email me through my website jessicafosterq.com that is also where I will hopefully soon have some up updated news on uh, my forever being rescheduled tour of Hench, uh, my last show. Um, I'm hoping that I can at least move, obviously these March dates that are on the website at the moment aren't going to happen, but anything that I can move into July and maybe even the start of August, I will. You'll be the first to know if you're checking regularly on my website and or if you've already booked tickets, you should be hearing from the theatre soon too. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.